Shalom and God bless you, brothers and sisters. Welcome to Fruit of the Vine Ministries. My name is John Davison. Are we peddling a gospel of false hope? I mean, come on. Are we peddling a gospel? Is, 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 are we hopeless? Are we a hopeless church? Are we peddling a gospel of, of hopelessness? Listen, here's why I'm saying this. Ephesians tells us that we're, we're saved by grace through faith. And therefore, this means that everything, all the promises of God, everything comes through faith. It says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Listen, you guys know I've been on this subject for weeks now. It's something the Holy Spirit has been really pressing into my spirit. But, but, it, but something was brought to my attention and I was talking to a, a, a believer. I said, listen, you know, everything comes through faith. Our, our, the healings, the things that, that God wants to do through his church. Listen, if we would believe, if we would have the faith, if we would just stand and say, listen, Jesus is the manifest presence of the Father. And therefore, if you see Jesus, you've seen the Father. And if Jesus is in us, get this now, I want you to hear this. If Christ is in us, and that is the hope of glory, if the Holy Spirit is in us, okay, then listen, everywhere we go, the manifest presence of Jesus should be there. Let me say this again. The manifest presence of Christ is in you, waiting for you to die to yourself so that he can come out. <laughs> listen, the Holy Spirit just wants to come out of you. But he's waiting for you to, to die to yourself, to come in alignment with faith, believe what he says about you, believe the fact that he's living inside of you, believe that the word of God is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword dividing. I mean, come on, joints and marrow. We're talking about truth here. We're talking about truth. So listen, if I step out in faith, listen, if I step out in faith, regardless of what I see, hear, feel, or, 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 even, or even experience, okay, and I just go based off of what God says is capable through me as a believer filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. Listen, if I just believe that and I bring that to somebody and I say, listen, I just believe that God can, wants to, and will heal you, Father. Just, just, I just believe that Jesus loves you that much. Am I giving them false hope if it doesn't happen? See, somebody came to me and they said, listen, we need to be careful that we don't get people's hopes up. We don't, we don't, get, we don't, we don't give them false hope. So are we peddling a gospel of false hope? Hope, I want to give you scriptures, brothers and sisters, to strengthen you and empower you in stepping out in faith to experience the power of God in your life so that you can become more intimate with Jesus. You can know who Jesus is. You can know the love of the Father and we can go from glory to glory. That's what this thing is all about. It's about manifesting Christ in the world right now. It says the manifold wisdom of God is being made known through the church. If he's not being made known through the church, then listen, the church is the one at fault, not God. He's just waiting for the church to get on board. So let's get on board by faith. But what about this false hope thing? What if it doesn't happen? Are we building up somebody just to watch them fall over? Well, let's take a look at Abraham, shall we? Let's go to the New Testament. Okay, let's read about Abraham from the New Testament perspective, because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about coming at this from a New Testament angle. We want to make sure that we're talking about born-again, spirit-filled believers. Okay, we're talking about those led by the Holy Ghost in power. Listen to Romans chapter 4. Check this out. It says, what does scripture say? Verse 3. Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Check this out. Now to him who works, wages are not given as a gift, but as a debt. But to him who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited as righteousness. I'm going to jump over to verse 13 here. And I, and I, and I want you to read 
Romans 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8 when you get an opportunity because all of those go together. Okay, remember, listen here. Listen here. They're, they're not, they were never broken up in chapters originally. This was just one long letter. Okay, so we have to read the whole thing in context. But so you know I'm taking it in context. I want you to read the whole chapter. But for the purpose of keeping the video somewhat short so that you guys can really grab a hold of this, it says in verse 13 of chapter 4, listen, it was not through the Torah, the law, that Abraham and his descendants received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness of faith. So if Jesus says, get this now, if Jesus says that those who believe will heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, cast out demons, listen, if he says that these signs shall follow those who believe, then that means that we have to take it on faith so that grace can come in. Oh my goodness, listen, we're going we're gonna to read what it says here about Abraham and, and why God was pleased with Abraham. I want Father to be pleased. Listen, I want Father to, to say, that's my boy right there. That's my boy. Check this out. Verse 14, For those who are of the law become heirs, for if, excuse me, for if those who are of the law become heirs, faith would be made void and the promise nullified. Because the law produces wrath, for where there is no law, there is no sin. Check it out. Verse 16. Therefore, the promises come, they manifest in this world through faith, so that it might be by grace. So listen, when you're praying for somebody, it's, it's, it's God's love for that individual. It's you agreeing that Father loves them so much that he sent Jesus to die for him. And that, listen, you're drawing on, listen, the redemption that Jesus already bought and paid for by his blood. You're just agreeing that Father loves them so much that they sent Jesus to die for him. And he wants them to taste and see that the Lord is good. So that, listen, when you believe in faith that that's what Father wants, it's his will, it's his good and pleasing will to bring everybody into the kingdom, listen, that he wishes that none should perish, but all should come to everlasting life. Get this now. That it would come through, listen, through faith, so that it might be by grace, that it might be by God's ability, his strength, that we would agree. Listen, why is it that the Israelites at first didn't inherit the promised land? Because they didn't believe that God was able to, his grace was strong enough and sufficient for him so that, that they could defeat, they could defeat, listen, so that they could defeat the giants in the land. They were too focused on the giants. Well, what if this? Well, what if that? Well, they're so big. They're so, well, what if we give them false hope? Well, well, what about, listen, you need to take it up a notch. You need to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Jesus is the one who's king, okay? Not your circumstances, not your feelings, not your emotions, your experiences. Jesus is king. He's the one who said, step out in faith. I'm not doing this because I just want to impress somebody. I'm not doing this because I want to test God and just see if God's going to produce a miracle. I'm not doing, listen, I'm doing this because Jesus is king and he wants everyone to know that he's king. He wants every need to bow and every time to confess and he is making his manifold wisdom known through the church. I'm the church. You're the church. Are you a born again believer? You're the church. Get this. Let's finish the scriptures here, shall we? Verse 16, Romans 4. Therefore the promise comes through faith so that it might be by grace. And that promise would be certain to all the descendants, not only to those who are of the law, but get this now, but also to those who are of the faith, get this, the faith of Abraham. What is the faith of Abraham? He's going to break it down. Check it out. It says, the faith who is father of us all, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations, before God whom he believed, get this now, he believed, and who raises the dead, 
and calls those things that do not exist as though they did. Listen, God calls things that do not exist as though they do. Shouldn't we be doing that if we're manifesting the presence of God? But get this, verse 18. I want to, I want to deal with the false hope gospel people. You're giving people, they're saying, listen, you're preaching a gospel of false hope because what if God doesn't do it? What if it's not God's will? What if it's this? What if it's that? So focused on maybe God will, maybe God won't. Listen, check it out. Verse 18, chapter 4, Romans. Against all hope, Abraham believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to the promise, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in Faith, he did not consider his own body to be dead when he was about a 100 years old, nor yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Listen, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. And being fully persuaded that what God had promised he was able to perform, it says, therefore, it was credited to him as righteousness against all hope. You say, well, I just don't want to get anybody's hopes up. I don't want... No, 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 no. Listen, you need to get over the fear of man. Okay? You've got to get over the fear of man. Let me say it one more time. You've got to die to yourself. You've got to pick up your cross. You've got to look at Jesus. And you've got to say, listen, Jesus died on the cross for every single human being. And therefore, that means that Jesus wants to reach every single human being with restoration and salvation. They need to come to Christ. They need to accept, they need to repent, and they need to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. They need to get baptized. They need to die to themselves and be resurrected in them baptism waters. Listen, they need to come to Christ, get baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire, and they need to come and follow the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That I understand. That's part of the steps of the redemption of salvation. But Jesus' blood, listen, Jesus' blood has already been shed for them. And so, therefore, he wants to redeem these people. And when he makes promises to his church, listen now, he makes promises to his church that those who believe that these signs will follow. Listen, those who believe these signs will follow. This is what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to step up to somebody and he wants you to go, I wonder if it's good. Are you sure it's God's will to pray for this person? Are you sure God's going to do something? Are you sure? That God's going to do that? And you go, well, I'm going to pray. Maybe God will do something. See, that's not the prayer of faith. You know what James 5.15 says? It says to call the... If anyone among you is sick, it says to call the elders to anoint the people with oil. Listen, and, and says, listen, the prayer in faith will heal the sick person. Get this now. It doesn't say if it's God's will. It doesn't say maybe God, if you pray in faith, will do something. It says James 5.15. It says, the prayer in faith will heal, get this now, will sozo, save, deliver, heal. It says to make that which was broken whole is the Greek word. The prayer in faith will heal the sick person. That's a promise from God. So listen, are you going to be a child of Abraham? Or are you going to allow the enemy to come in and say, listen, Abraham, you're old. Listen, church. Listen, church, you ain't seen nothing like this. God ain't doing these types of things anymore. Are you going to believe the doubting? And then listen, what, this, here, this is what happens. The enemy gets you to doubt what God's going to do because you don't know God's will. You're not, you're, not, you're not rooted and grounded in the love of the Father for people, which is Ephesians says that we're rooted and grounded in love. If you get rooted and grounded in the fact of Father's love, then when you step out in faith, you know God loves him so much that he wants to do something. He already loved him so much that he sent Jesus for goodness sake. So check this out. 
the enemy comes in, he puts this seed of doubt in you, right? So then when you pray, you're not praying in faith, and guess what happens? Absolutely nothing. And the thing that you feared ends up manifesting. And so your experience gets backed up by what you didn't believe. You weren't sure God would do it, and so therefore nothing happens because you weren't in faith, you were in unbelief, and then you say, see, nothing happens, and you don't do it again. And it's a trap from the enemy. It says to take up the shield of faith with which we can quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. So listen, are we peddling a gospel of false hope? No. What we're doing is, is we're going from glory to glory, from grace to grace, listen now, and from faith to faith. Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. Listen, I'm just going to keep saying this until I can get this thing into you. Listen, you've got to get faith. You've got to trust God that he can do what he said he's going to do. He wants to heal, save, and deliver. Listen, Jesus didn't just die for the sins. Listen, it says that not only, get this now, not only was his blood shed for the sins of man, it says that his body was broken. Listen now, why the body and the blood of Christ, okay? Because Isaiah 53 talks about, listen now, it says that he not only took on our sins, but he took on all of our sicknesses as well. He didn't just die to remove your sins, he, does, he died to remove your sicknesses. He died to make your body whole. That's why his body had to be beaten, and his blood had to be shed as well. That's what the sacrificial system was pointing to all along, taking the place. That's why it had to be without spot or blemish. Get this now. It had to be a perfect sacrifice. Why? Because Ephesians tells us, listen now, or excuse me, Romans tells us, not Ephesians, Romans tells us, listen to this, Romans chapter 5, verse 19, it says, just For just as through one man, Adam's sin and disobedience, the many were made sinners, so through the obedience of Jesus, the one man, many are made whole, righteous, saved, redeemed, restored, resurrected back to the way that they were designed in the cool of the garden. Adam lost that in the garden. Jesus gained it back when he rose from the dead for us. So step out in faith. It is not a gospel of false hope. It is a gospel of power. Romans 1.16 I am not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God which leads men unto salvation. First to the Jew then to the Gentile. Listen, Romans 1.16, that's the gospel, it's the power of God. Step out in power. Be strong and be bold like Moses told Joshua. Be strong, be strong, and may you be strengthened. Listen, I just want to pray over you right now. Father, I thank you so much for the people watching. I thank you so much for the people listening. Father, I thank you for encouragement. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're speaking to them right now in areas that they need to step out in faith. The Psalms tell us, listen, that the wicked flee, though none pursue them, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Father, I thank you for releasing boldness. Remember when they whipped and they beat Peter and them, and when they went back and they, they got broken out of the jail, he said, listen, I want you to pray that God would give us more boldness. I'm praying right now, Father, give us more boldness to step out in faith and inherit the promised land, inherit the promises of Jesus, and may God bless you with the fullness of the Ruach, the Holy Spirit, and fire. God is touching you right now. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now. You can feel this right now. You can feel the tangible. We don't want to live by sensuality, but Father, is He is He is on fire right now for you. He loves you. He's after you, and He wants you to be a bride that's on fire for Him. Be on 
fire and run this race in Jesus name through the power of the Holy Spirit and the grace of God may God bless you and keep you thank you King Jesus in Jesus mighty name shalom my brothers and sisters God bless you this is so good stuff it's the gospel it's amazing it's Jesus and he's awesome